0: This is the Encounter Community Church podcast, where we will take one or two nuggets from Sunday's message and look at how we can take, utilize, and apply it to our lives. Welcome back to the Encounter Community Church podcast. Again, my name is Ken Ballard, Jr. I am the pastor here at Encounter Community Church. And I I guess I just want to start with asking a simple question. How's it going with your resolutions? <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but there have, some, there have been some commitments that I've made for this coming year, things that I'm attempting to try to do and to change. Uh, one of the things that I wanna do is I wanna be healthier. I just wanna be physically healthier. I, I talked about last week how when 2020 would arrive that I would be 50, and here I am 50. And I do, I, I just want to be healthier because I, I just want to be around for my kids. I wanna see them continue to grow up. I wanna see them get married. I wanna see them um, have their own children and experience what it's like to be a grandfather one day. I wanna go through that whole process. And so in order for me to do that, one of the things that I have to do is I have to take some steps to get healthier. And so I've made a commitment to do just that And so one of the things I've done this week is that I actually started running again. Well, I don't know if I'd call it running. I, I'd say maybe moving my feet. Uh, if you saw me while driving down the street, you would say, that ain't running. <laughs> so, but I have started this process again. I'm using an app called uh, C25K, stands for Couch to 5K. I was running three miles pretty regularly And so I want to get back to that place. I I believe I can now, but I'm just trying to take it easy and kind of build myself back up, uh, because it was probably about, maybe about a month ago that I'd run three miles. Uh, So I I know that I could do it now, but I I wanted to do something different and kind of start that process again. And so it's kind of fun to go through that and, and get started. And right now, I'm hitting about an average of two miles. Now, when I say an average of two miles, Realize, just being honest with you, I've have run, run twice. <laughs> so uh, I don't want to be I don't want to come off as wow. This is Ken and he is a super runner. No no no. I, I just want to be honest with you to let you know that I started this process again. I'm working on it. I'm trying to build up to that. And so so I get it. I I, I get what get what it's like. And the other thing that I'm working on is trying to change the way that I eat. Uh, My family has gone vegetarian. I've talked about that. But one of the things that my wife and I have talked about is, you know, when you go vegetarian, it's very easy to cut out meat and go carb and become a carboholic. And I've kind of seen that in my own life. And so my wife and I talked about it, and we're working on changing the way that we even eat as vegetarians so that we're actually eating vegetables. (laughs) Vegetables, because <laughs> is there a carbitarian? Because <laughs> if, if if there's a carbitarian, let me tell you, I have that down. Um, so we're trying to move to that place where we're actually eating healthier in that way. Um, and so my wife, just praise God for her. She is a, just a brilliant cook. Uh, she could just put some things together. She made like this cabbage soup this week that was like incredible. I almost said the bomb, but I don't want to date myself because that just sounds really old. Who says the bomb anymore? (laughs) And I guess I just said it. But um, I guess that that just reveals that I am 50 because I say the bomb. Um, But it it just really was. It was was really great stuff. So just looking at that, the other thing that I'm trying to do is change my snack habits too. Uh, Because usually my thinking is when I have a snack, my thinking is hey, I'm gonna grab a bag of chips and some salsa. (laughs) And usually it's just that, a bag of chips and some salsa. And and I've tried to fool myself in the past, You know, I'll say things like I'll pour myself only so much out of the bag and so then what I eat is when I'll be done, but of course then you go and you get more chips. Or I've also done this, I don't know, have you done this before where I pour the salsa Into a bowl, and I say, When this is done, then I will be done. And then I get in the flow, and then all of a sudden the salsa's done. And you know what I do is I pause the television to go get more salsa. I don't even wait till a (laughs) commercial. I just pause the television to go get more salsa. So I'm trying to change that habit too. So instead of going to grab chips or something along that line, grabbing something that's carbs, I'm looking at grabbing, like, a fruit, uh, a healthy carb, right, uh, carplex, a complex carb. So I'm looking at grabbing a fruit or, you know, a vegetable, you know, maybe grab some carrots and dip those in hummus. Uh, but, but just trying to be healthier is what I'm shooting for. So wh- how are you doing? How are you doing with your resolutions? And I, and I just want to let you know that if, if you are being challenged where you started your resolution but you're not doing it right now, I get it, I've been there, no judgment on my part, so I, I just want to encourage you, rather than allow yourself to be defeated, get back up, give it a try, give it a whirl, um, get back on the horse, uh, get back on the, you know what are, all of those idioms that we could think of about starting all over again. But I would say just, just go for it. Uh, don't allow yourself to be defeated by the fact that you have failed, uh, because that's a part, again, it's a part of every one of our stories. And the measurement, the measurement of success it's not whether you fail or not. The measurement of success is, do you get back up? Do you keep fighting? Do you keep fighting? I, I think about that one line, and uh, I don't know if you've watched the movie The Untouchables, and again, maybe I'm dating myself, but there's that one point where Elliot Ness, he, he leans over to Al Capone, and he says, never stop fighting until the fighting is done. So I want to encourage you with that. Never stop fighting until the fighting is done. Continue to press forward, continue to build on. So if you struggle, get back up, it's totally okay. Uh, I was, as I was preparing for the message this week, I actually saw an article and I was reading through it. And the article was asking how many people actually make New Year's resolutions and we're going to make New Year's resolutions for 2020. And I found it really, really eye-opening. Uh, because what they did is, they, the, the question was, how likely are you to make a New Year's resolution? Are you most likely, somewhat likely, or unlikely? And then they, just, uh, they, then they just gathered all the information and said, here's what we found. And the thing that was really interesting is they found that other people that were surveyed, only 44% of the people surveyed said, they were gonna make New Year's resolutions. So that's four, that's less than four and a half, like 4.4 out of 10 people said they were gonna make New Year's resolutions. So if you made a New Year's resolution, you are already ahead of the game. And if you didn't make a New Year's resolution, you're part of the crowd and you have people with you. So either way, you you still win. Either way, you still win. But I want to encourage you, if you are in that crowd that didn't make a resolution, hey, Don't give up on yourself, make your resolution, and move forward so that you can become the kind of person that you really desire to see yourself become, become the vision of you that that God has of you. And the other thing that I found really interesting is they went back and they did more research and they said of those four, on average, how many actually keep their resolutions? And they found that it was one. One in four people on average actually follow through and keep their resolutions. So that's, that's 25%. Now, we can look at that and we could say, man, I, I can fall into that 75% of those people who have not kept those resolutions. We can look at it that way, or we could say, what? One in four? 25%? there's a chance. <laughs> I got a ch- I don't know why I just hit that note. But but there's a chance. I got a chance I could do it. I could make this and this could be the year where I become the new me, ultimately that I desire to be. So again, one of the things that we've been talking about is this series that we're doing at Encounter is called 2020 from vision to reality. And we're looking at how do we become the kind of people that we ultimately desire to be? How do we do that? How does it become reality in our lives? So that's what we're experimenting with. That's what we're talking about at our Sunday morning services. So I I want to encourage you, please come on out Sunday mornings, 1030. You can look us up on, you know, the internet, encountercommunity.church. And so if you're in North Torrance on a Sunday morning, 1030 a.m., please come on out and join us for one of our services so that you can get encouraged when it comes to being able to live out the resolutions that you want to live out in your life. But as I said before, we are going through, I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Not a Christian book, but I can tell you now that a lot of his principles do jazz with some of the things that I see in scripture. Uh, so that's kind of exciting as well, uh, to see that there's a blending of those two that I can, that I, can um, I guess, blend together to be able to live out what I feel like God is calling me to be able to do. And there was something that he says is really interesting. He said in his book that there there are two reasons why habit change fails. And he says, one, we try to change the wrong thing, and two, we try to change our habits the wrong way. We try to change the wrong thing, and then we try to change our habits the wrong way. And so what we're going to do this week is we're looking at the first one. We try to change the wrong thing. Over the next coming weeks, we're going to be looking at the second aspect. We try to change our habits the wrong way. So make sure that you dial in um, our podcast in, our listen in. I don't know what the verbiage would be for a podcaster. Uh, Make sure you click in, stream in. um, But make sure that you take an opportunity to just continue to connect over the course of this series uh, to see what are some things that you could do to maybe see change happen in your life. Because I really believe that it's possible. I really do believe that it's possible. And that's why I continue to do this. I, I believe it in me. I, I, have, I am someone who have my own wrestles, I have my own struggles. I'm not disciplined the way that I would like to be. Um, I'm not even close to that. But I'm working on it, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get there. So I, I just wanted to let you know, Like as I say this, this doesn't come, I'm, I'm not coming from the perspective of someone who hasn't completely figured out. I'm, I'm trying to figure out this thing too. And, and let's just see this. Let's just see this as that we are on this journey together to see ourselves become what we could be, what God has created us to be, what God has meant us to be. And, and it, it can happen in your life. And if it can happen in your life, it can happen in my life, it can happen in all of our lives. So again, when I look at the one and four, we could be the one. We could be that 25%. We could be the one that shows it's possible. And who knows, maybe our life then becomes a motivator motivator to those who see our lives and think, well, if Ken can do it, I can do it. If Ken can do it, I can do it. If Ken can fit into that gold shirt and he has pulled it out, I can do it too. And I'm getting into that gold shirt one way or another. I'm getting liposuction." (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just joking. I'm going to actually do it the right way. But I'm going to get into that shirt one way or another. But with that, and and again, my goal now is just to do it in the healthiest way possible, to lose the weight the right way. I have a goal of what it is I'm trying to get to, um, but just to lose it the right way so that I can be, again, that example to others. And I really hope that you can too. So here's the first nugget from the message that... I wanted to share with you from today and that first nugget first nugget is this true change is from identity over behavioral change so last week we talked about how when it comes to changing what we have a tendency to do is we focus on the what and remember remember last week we said discover the why Uh, if you didn't if if you're not familiar with this i want to encourage you to go back And listen to last week's podcast so that you can be encouraged and that you'll be connected to what I'm talking about from last week. Uh, And I really do hope that it was uplifting for those of you that listened to it. But today, what I want to do is I want to also add another, I guess, W. And instead of focusing on the what, is to focus on the who. Who is it? And that's what he talks about in his book is how important it is for you to begin to move from what you're trying to change into who you are trying to become. Is a change of focus in that way. He talks about three levels of behavioral change in this book. He says the first level is outcome. It's outcome based. So we try to build habits that are outcome-based. So that's when we focus on the what. I want to quit smoking. I want to quit drinking. Um, I want to quit you know, losing my temper. Um, I want to get healthier. But we focus on the what of whatever it is that we're trying to change or trying to do or trying to become. Uh, and he says that's, that's, the, that's the first level. And unfortunately, the first level is not always enough to motivate us to continue to, per- to persevere and pursue the change that we wanna make in our lives. So then the next level is what he called the processes level. And so what happens here is now that I have my what, now what I do is I begin to look at the things around my what that hinders me from being able to live it out. So I- I'll give you an example. If I want to begin to eat healthier, then what I'd have to do is I have to look at the processes that happen around the way that I eat. So an example might be, if you want to eat healthier, maybe you change what it is that you purchase or that you buy, and you begin to experiment, and you begin to find things that are enjoyable. Because I I think sometimes when we try to change or eat healthier, we eat healthier, but we don't enjoy what it is that we're eating. (laughs) Right? And so when you don't enjoy what it is that you're eating, of course you go back to the old way of eating. So what he says is just begin to experiment. Find things that you might enjoy eating and begin to just change those things and work those things into your diet little by little. And maybe you start to replace some, other, some of the unhealthy things that you like to eat with some of the healthy things that you now enjoy eating as well. But it's a great way for us to begin to look. So you maybe you, you want to exercise. So maybe what you do is you begin to look at what are some ways that you can incorporate not just the exercise into your life, but the system that will allow you to be able to exercise. So for example, maybe what you might do is you might set an alarm for yourself. So I'll tell you, one of the things that I do that I, when I run is I make sure I go to bed. That means that I have to go to bed early. And my wife will tell you that I am a night owl. <laughs> I, um, I can stay up to 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, but if I really want to get up at 5.30, and yes, you heard that correctly, 5.30. That's 5.30 a.m. to get up and go running. Let me tell you, over the last couple of days, I went running on Thursday and I went running on Friday. It's freaking cold <laughs> at 5.30 in the morning. You walk outside, it's just it's cold. But once you get moving you feel a little better but you know to help me with that you know i have my alarm set on my fitbit so that goes off and it buzzes 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 till i get up and then not only that you know i make sure that my shoes are set out my clothes are set out that's one of the things that i do the night before so what i've done is i've tried to create a system that gets me moving to run so that's the idea behind processes is you don't just focus on the what, you also focus on the system behind your what so that you can begin to make the changes that you want to make. So, great, but that's the second level. The third level and the deepest level of change is identity change. And that's where you begin to really look at who you are. So, and I'm not gonna do it, I'm know i totally tempted to sing who are you, who, 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 but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to resist the urge. But you're singing it in your head now, too, aren't you? I, I can hear you. I, I, I can hear you. you. So I, doggone it. I said I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> but I know that you're thinking about it right now. He says this. I thought this was great. Here's another quote from the book. He says, many people begin the, begin the process of changing their habits by focusing on what they want to achieve. This leads to outcome-based habits. The alternative is to build identity-based habits. With the approach, with this approach, we start by focusing on who we wish to become, focusing on who we wish to become. So an example that he talks about in his book where the goal is not to read a book, the goal is to become a reader. See the difference? The goal is not to read a book, the goal is to become a reader. The goal is not to run a marathon, it's to become a runner. The goal is not to learn an instrument, is to become a musician. So you're looking at beginning to develop, to develop identity change and looking at the way that you see yourself. And then what happens is it becomes that much more powerful in giving you the ability to be able to see the change that you would love to be able to see yourself make in your life. Now, I, I wanna tell you this that I think is really powerful as well, and that is being able to connect this with Scripture. Because when you read through the Scriptures, one of the things that you will see that God emphasizes so much is our identity, who we are, who we see ourselves as, how we see ourselves. He emphasizes that so much because I think God also understood this, that in order for us to see ourselves change, then the core of who we are has to change as well. And how does he say that? There's a couple passages. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. So there we go. That, that we see a picture of identity there. Uh, another place that you can see it, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 and 32. It says, I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 21 through 24. It says, since you've heard about Jesus and I've learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature, your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So here's the beauty of this. You know what this is saying? What God is saying is, look. You have a brand new identity. I've already given that to you. So now it's just a matter of you beginning to live out what it is that I have declared you to be. Who it is, I should say not what it is, who it is that I have declared you to be. I've given you a new identity. See, I think that this is where we've made the mistake in Christianity in the past. So many times we have talked to people and we have told people the what. You need to change this. You need to get rid of that. You need to stop doing this. You need to get rid of that. And we've told them all the things in their lives that they need to stop doing. We've also told them what they need to start doing. We've given them all this list, all these lists. And, and no doubt, I think the heart comes from the right place. I really hope that it does. But we've been so focused on what it is that we need to change that we've missed out on the most powerful element of Scripture. And that is simply this, that God has said, I have changed who you are, who you are. And why is that so significant? Because if the core of who I am has been changed and who I am has been changed, now it's not a matter of me trying to be a good person, right, according to God, I am a good person. I I, I love this. I had a conversation with someone, and we were talking about scripture. And one of the things that they said is, I have a difficult time seeing myself as a saint. And so what do you mean? Well, there are passages in scripture that calls us saints. Because what happens is God has said, look, I have forgotten all your old stuff. All the stuff you've done, all the mistakes you've made in your past, if you have decided to believe in Jesus and live for him, all your old stuff is gone. I have forgotten it, and now I see you through the lens of my son, and when I see you through the lens of my son, Jesus Christ, I see perfection. Now, you may not feel perfect. (laughs) (laughs) right? But when God looks at you, that's what he sees. Because he sees you through the lens of his son. So the core of who you are has been changed. So now here's the beauty of this. I don't have to try to be better. I am better. So now it's just a matter of living out again what God has already declared. So by deciding to give your life to Jesus, you're already ahead of the game. You're already ahead of the game. But this also takes us back now to our second nugget, and that is simply this, to allow victories and new habits to reinforce your identity. Because this is important. See, here's the, here's the problem with habits. There's a problem with habits, but there's also a benefit with habits. The problem with habits is if you have this old bad habit, you can look at yourself in the light of your old bad habit. So you may look at yourself and think, because haven't you, you may not have said this in a way to someone. When someone challenged you to change, you may not have said, well, my old habits have defined me as. You may not say it that way. But you know what you might say? I've been guilty of this. When people have challenged me to change and to grow and to be better, I've been guilty of saying, well, you have to realize that's just who I am. That's just who I am. And how many of us have looked at change in our lives and thought, well, that's impossible because my old stuff is just who I am. And we can allow our old habits to wreck our identity and to keep us trapped in our old way of life. And I I really want to encourage you, too, to begin to think about Whose voice are you listening to when it comes to seeing change happen in your life? I mean, the creator of the universe says, I have changed who you are. Yet we have our own voices that say, You will never amount to anything. You'll never change. You'll never grow. You're stuck. And maybe the voice that you hear is not your own. Maybe the voice you hear is a voice of your parents. Maybe the voice that you hear is a voice of a relative. Maybe the voice you hear is a voice of a pastor who judged you. Maybe the voice you hear is a voice of a teacher or someone who was hypercritical of your life and have made declarations about you and who you would be or who you would become. And I want to tell you that God says, it's time to change the tape. I have changed you at your very core. I have changed who you are. I have fashioned you and made you brand new. So don't allow those old tapes, those old voices to continue to dictate who you are. Now, here's the beauty of this. Because remember, I said that our our habits, that there's a problem with them, but there's also a benefit of them. See, when I recognize that I've been made new, and I'm changing, and I'm growing, then each time I practice my new habit, my new habit then begins to reinforce who I see myself as. It begins to reinforce who, it reinforces how I recognize how God sees me. It reinforces that. Each time I lace up my shoes, I am reminded I'm a runner. I'm a runner. Each time I pick, you know, something healthy over something unhealthy, I realize I'm healthy. And what I do is I begin to experience moments of victory in my life. So I want to encourage you to allow your new habits to reinforce the new identity that you have in your life. Every time you put a piece of gum in your mouth instead of a cigarette, I am not a smoker. I'm not a smoker. And I've just confirmed that. Now, if you fail, and we will I want to encourage you to also make sure don't allow that old voice to pull you back in. Don't allow it to pull you back. We're all human. We're going to fail. Don't allow your old voice to pull you back in and suck you back into that wormhole, suck you back into that tornado, suck you back into that vacuum that says, I'm stuck. No, you're not. Yes, you had a moment where you slept. Yes, you had a moment where you fell back. Yes, you had a moment where maybe you didn't work, work out. or Yes, you had a moment where maybe you chose carrot cake because that's my favorite cake. <laughs> but maybe you had a moment where you chose carrot cake over something that's healthy. Don't beat yourself up over it. That's okay. Get back up on the horse. Ride again. And that's also a victory that you can mark in being a new you. That yes, I failed, but I get back up. I'm running this race again, and I'm running this race again. So I want to encourage you and remind you that it can be done. With God's help, it's possible for us to be the person that we see ourselves being. So again, what's the first nugget? True change is from identity change over behavioral change. So, find your resolution, and what you once you have identified your resolution, begin to dissect it. Begin to work your way backwards until you get to the point where, with this resolution, who will I be? And then focus on the who. Because once we focus on the who, becoming the who, the what will change. It will change. Now, you may have some setbacks, but it will change and it will come. The second nugget, again, allow victories and new habits to reinforce your new identity. Here's how the Bible puts it. It says, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. You know what that's really saying? Don't don't copy all the stuff that you used to do or the stuff that you see everyone else do do. He says, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. The way that you think about you, the way that you think about your life, the way that you think about who you could be. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Again, my friends, you can do this. And we are in this together. So I would love the opportunity to be able to pray for you. If you have resolutions that you're trying to work through, resolutions that you're trying to figure out, resolutions that are a challenge to you, I would love the chance to be able to pray for you and for this commitment that you're making to be a new person. Here's the other thing too, I I would also, I wanna ask you a favor for those of you that are listening. Um, My stepfather actually passed away last week and um, I'm gonna go and be with my family. and uh, to be with them for the memorial service. And so if, if you have a moment and you think about me, uh, please pray for me and pray for my family uh, as we go through you know, this, this grieving process. Um, but you know what, I, I know where my stepfather is, and I know that I'm going to see him again someday. So I know that for me, um, I'm not saying goodbye. I'm saying so long. Because, Dad, I'm going to see you again. And I love you. I love you. So if you think about me during this week, please take a moment to pray for me and pray for my family. I also wanted to ask you to do us a favor, and that's rate us. Rate um, We would love to get the word out about the Encounter podcast. And if it's an encouragement to you, let's get the word out so that other people can be encouraged by it. Share it with a friend. Um, But go ahead and rate us uh, wherever it is that you get your podcasts as well. And then again, remember that Encounter Community Church is about three things. Love up, love out, love in. Love up, where we are falling madly and passionately in love with God and who he is love out we are showing god's love to our community and then loving in where we're building incredible relationships with one another that's corporately but individually loving up how can i love god more today than i did yesterday loving out how can i encourage and uplift my fellow man or even just my family what are some ways that i can just be able to be a better servant to those and show his love to those around me and loving in what am i doing to take care of myself. So with that in mind, let's set those resolutions and let's make it happen. Well again, thank you so much for spending this time with me. And I look forward to being with you again next week. Take care and God bless you. Thank you for taking a moment to listen to the Encounter Community Church podcast. If you're looking for a way to get more connected to our church, head over to our website at encountercommunity.church. You can see the times of our services as well as the events that are happening at our church. And you can feel free to come out and join us. Also, if you'd like to make a donation to our church allowing us to continue to make a difference in our community, then you can head over to the page that says online giving and you can follow the link from there. Well, take care. God bless you. And we're looking forward to seeing you once again next week.